Welcome, everybody. Welcome um, to the MediaWorks Digital Masterclass today. Um, we'll be focusing on Google Performance Max. So I think from my perspective, Google Performance Max is something that people have been talking about in the, the performance marketing slash paid search space for some time now. And I think, you know, the big question is uh, that's doing the rounds is, is this the future of paid advertising? I think, you know, we're going to cover a range of, of sort of ideas and topics today um, that will sort of walk people through. I think, you know, for those that don't know, my name's David Norris. I'm the Performance Marketing Director um, here at MediaWorks. So I've been working on, on performance max-based activity, performance max-based campaigns, receiving all our Google training for probably about six to nine months now, I think. Um, so we have regular calls with Google as a premier partner. Um, so one of the things that we've been doing is testing this, trialing this over a period of time. So I'm really looking forward to, to hosting this masterclass today. I've also got with me Tom Chandler. So Tom, would you like to just do an introduction, please? Yeah, hi everyone. So I'm, I'm Tom Chandler. I'm the head of paid search and shopping at MediaWorks. So um, I look after the delivery team at MediaWorks that kind of um, has been managing and testing and learning about the application of smart shopping, or not smart shopping, but performance max um, for the last kind of six months specifically. So I think what we'll kind of go through today is some of those kind of learnings, observations, what we would sort of recommend and kind of, yeah, what the, what the product is, because I think there's a lot of um, kind of information out there and, um, and yes, yeah, kind of going through what, what Performance Max is and, and kind of what we've seen over the last six months. Yeah, Tom's pretty humble, um, so I'll, 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 I'll show him up a little. But Tom actually got a shout out at um, Google's Christmas Awards um, for the UK and the rest of Europe for looking at the way that we've been, uh, you know, using product adoption, et cetera, and rolling that out across our clients in the structured way that we've got. So again, Tom's been leading on this and his team's been leading on on a lot of this um, from not just a, a MediaWorks perspective or our clients' perspective, but also across sort of um, the Google agency program, which is a really important factor. We've then got Kate fresh from graduation yesterday. So Kate, would you like to uh, tell us a bit about yourself? Hello, yes. Yeah, so I'm Kate Mason. I work on the paid team with Tom, so um, do paid search and shopping. And I work closely with the accounts every day. So I've been obviously working close with the performance max campaigns um, since we started testing them. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. So um, thank you very much, Kate. So I think from our perspective, um, what I want today to be is if anybody's got any questions, comments, queries, then by all means, just type them out. We're happy to answer them. I'll sort of triage those and, and you know, address them if, if it's an appropriate time to address them or wait till the appropriate time to address them. I think, you know, we've said it, but Google recently introduced a new streamlined all-in-one automated campaign type called Performance Max. Um, sounds great, doesn't it? Like it's a title, by the way. Um, so this new campaign needs minimal setup and promises to run a company's ads as appropriate across Google's six primary advertising channels. So that's Search, Maps, Display, Gmail, Discover, and YouTube. So across all of the, the platforms and interfaces. So it may seem just like uh, any other or another campaign type, but if you've been paying attention, Performance Max it is a lot more. For the last five years, Google's strategy has definitely been about moving towards that more automated approach and, and allowing people to, to automate, use the AI, use the machine learning to, to enhance um, the, the product and enhance performance. This is part of uh, Google's bigger vision um, towards definitely a move to that full automation piece across bidding strategies and campaign types. 
in order to get started with these campaigns, advertisers need to define and structure their creatives and then activate them through Google Smart Bidding according to the objectives of each advertiser. And I think one of the things that we've been conscious of as, a, as an agency primarily is sort of the role of the agency and what does that mean for the future of paid advertising. And I think where we see a lot of value in this is, is adding that bigger strategic piece and understanding sort of when to use this type of campaign type or you know, the various bidding strategies, which automation and when. So we're going to draw upon some of that today as we go through this. So, Tom, I've given a bit of a spiel there um, about what it is from, from Google's own perspective, Google's own words. So in your you know, terms, what is Performance Max? Yeah, so um, Performance Max is, is one of the kind of Google's biggest product launches updates. Um, I'd say within the last five years, certainly since the launch of um, Smart Shopping back in 2018. So what we saw last year was Performance Max in, in beta for the majority of last year. And then in November um, 2021 last year, we saw this Performance Max new campaign launched to all advertisers. So as you kind of mentioned, there, what's, what's really unique about this campaign that's been launched is the fact that by default, it has six ad, in, ad inventories that it uses to run the campaign. So search, display, video, discovery, maps, and Gmail, all within one single campaign type. Now, Google has kind of given us an indicator this is the direction of travel that they were going in. For example, through, as I mentioned, smart shopping, a campaign type that has the shopping and search element to it, but also has display remarketing and prospecting sort of as kind of um, within that campaign type. So we've, we've seen this to be the direction of travel um, from Google. And I think that was you know, one of the first indicators, smart shopping kind of being the, the playbook in terms of how they're looking to progress this. We've also seen it as part of app campaigns. App campaigns, again, com are composed of a variety of different ad inventories, um, ultimately to connect the dots from a customer's journey all within one single campaign. So... What this campaign will look like is how I refer to it as a bit of a hybrid campaign in the sense that you're going to have access to six of Google's key um, ad inventories to you know, run creative assets, search marketing, you know, remarketing, all within one campaign type. Now, one big update that kind of retailers um, specifically should be aware of is that Performance Max is the next generation of smart shopping campaigns. So it hasn't been confirmed yet, but it looks like Q3 of this year, uh, Performance Max will take over from those smart shopping campaigns. So one of the things that you know we'll, we'll touch on as we go through this, but if you are running smart shopping campaigns right now, one thing that you certainly need to be aware of is that in the next sort of few months, those campaigns will be auto upgraded into Performance Max campaigns. So there's um, a number of different areas that need to be considered to make sure that transition is done seamlessly and also that, that we're aware of that. And also within that, Smart Shopping is, is the big impact for retailers specifically because that is where a lot of revenue and traffic comes from. So that migration across is, is going to have the biggest impact. Um, but also local campaigns, if you are running local campaigns, they will also be um, migrated across into being performance max campaigns. So quite a big uptick that we saw, um, as I say, last November, and you know, quite a big shift in terms of campaigns that are going to be um, sort of moved away and, and kind of upgraded into performance max. So that will have a, quite a big impact on retailers specifically. But one thing that I did want to just touch on and kind of set the scene um, right now is 
obviously there's a lot of talk about how this impacts retailers, but what is slightly unique about Performance Max is that this is a new campaign launch that is available for lead generation um, advertisers. So this is not specifically for retailers as such. Google is essentially opening this to um, lead generation um, advertisers and customers. So, you know, when we're talking about some of its application here, this is not specifically just for retailer, obviously has a huge part to play in that, but kind of just wanted to say that it, it is also um, something that does apply for, for lead generation as well. And kind of the, the big stat that Google are putting out there at the moment is around about 15% um, additional conversions can be driven through using performance max when compared to um, sort of like for like um, sort of comparable campaigns that are currently running right now. So yeah, quite a lot going on when it comes to performance max, even in such a short time period, I'd say since um, last November when it was made available to all advertisers, a lot of, um, kind of things to be aware of, which I'm sure we'll kind of go through, um, yeah, throughout the webinar. Yeah, I think for me, the reason that, that sort of, you know, everybody's tuned in today, to be honest, is, is because probably you've heard so much about this in the space. Mm. And haven't, you know, you expect to hear a lot more about this because it's it's not going away. It's definitely something that Google are pushing really heavily. Um, so I guess the questions, next obvious question then, Tom, would be, would be from our perspective, so not from Google's perspective, our perspective, what do we see as the pros of, of Google Performance Max? And then what opportunity can we grab to deliver results from this? Yeah, so you know, certainly we've we've been testing this for the last you know five to six months now. And we've we've seen, you know, we've we've collected a lot of learnings in terms of things that you know have worked really well. Um one of the things that you know we've specifically you know focused on is the fact that performance max is very much um steered and focused towards achieving specific marketing goals and objectives which are customizable so this is quite um a big thing being able to um manage and, and kind of um make sure that your marketing strategy your marketing objectives are aligned to your campaign targeting and optimization so this has kind of been a really key point um, that we've seen in terms of different um clients with within their kind of marketing strategy different objectives can be tailored through different performance max campaigns has been um something to note and you know something that we've seen has, has been a positive um to being able to achieve those different objectives the other side of it which you know we really can't overlook is the impact of um machine learning in terms of performance maxes that step up in terms of the role of machine learning because if we think about how performance max um operates in the sense that we have a campaign that is now operating across six um google ad inventories what that means is the role of machine learning is significantly elevated to be able to drive performance. So we always talk about the Google al algorithms in terms of the role they have, for example, with smart bidding to be able to make sure that we're bidding for the right customer at the right time. Now, what we're seeing with Performance Max is if we apply that logic of the right customer at the right time, you know, so on and so forth, we have access to that customer across all of the Google inventory. So if we compare that to perhaps before, if we were running sort of shopping campaigns, display campaigns, search campaigns in isolation, the bidding strategies that would be utilized here, they're primarily worked in isolation in terms of the objectives that we set. What we're seeing now is that with Performance Max, Google's trying to essentially connect the dots for that customer journey. So the role of machine learning is significantly um, elevated and also the sophisticated nature of that um, machine learning has to be advanced because with customers, as I say, it could could be on YouTube, could be on search, could be on display, through the power of machine learning and the, the kind of smart bidding algorithms, et cetera, that we are kind of using, it does significantly leverage our ability to um, 
drive that value, as I say, for customers wherever they may be um, when searching online. And kind of you factor in the, the auction time bidding element to that is it, it, quite significant. And one big area to sort of performance max, um, when we're talking about, for example, display and, and YouTube and, and the discovery network being part of that, it means that creative assets are sort of required to run performance max campaigns. So what that means is, again, the power of machine learning that we're seeing is through, for example, principles as um, responsive display ads, being able to show the right creative to the right customer also has quite a big part to play within that. So the impact of creative is you know, quite significant in that and the, therefore being able to use machine learning is again, you know, quite a, a significant um, component. And I think finally, um, as part of that, what ultimately ties this all together is the measurement of the performance that we're, we're achieving. Because if we're, if we're driving that, that performance, but we aren't measuring it in the correct way, being able to kind of um, understand specifically what we have achieved or what we haven't achieved is really important. So what I mean by that is data-driven attribution is um, significant in underpinning the success, for example, of something like performance um, max campaigns, simply because of the full funnel um, awareness nature of this campaign type. We are operating up and down the funnel. So being, being able to have that full visibility when we're coming to measuring things is really important. And one of the, the updates that Google's made most recently in their product launches is that data-driven attribution is going to be available for, for all advertisers. So removing some of those um, performance constraints um, that was essentially only available for um, larger advertisers. So I think that's a, a really big component of Performance Max um, going forward. And some of the benefits, as I say, that, that we've certainly seen is that machine learning element to be able to connect the dots across a range of different inventories, the power of that creative automation, but also the data-driven piece to be able to actually look back on that Performance Max campaign or, or your campaign activity and say that this worked or this maybe didn't work and we need to kind of um, tweak things off the back of that. Yeah, and then I, I guess sort of from your perspective, Kate, what 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 do you think have been sort of the big big learnings from that? You know, I'm thinking sort of around same question I asked Tom really around like what are the pros of performance max from your perspective? Yeah, um, I mean, I know that one of the maybe worries when we went from like like the standard shopping to the smart shopping was the transparency. So I know that Google's been working on trying to like increase that transparency and give people like rich and like rich insights in order to like benefit from them so there's like a few things within um the insights tab so you can get like a week over week view where you can see like the top searches um like what is up what is down um the same with the audience insights so you can see what audiences are being targeted for example like mother's day shopping that might pop up so it sort of gives you a transparency but also like information and data that you can put towards other campaigns because um it's broken down like within a consumer spotlight so you can understand like who's engaging with your ads and who's converting so because of the way the performance max is and the automation these will automatically be targeted so you won't have to do anything with that information because of the audience signals and stuff google is finding those audiences and targeting them but gives insight for other campaigns and what audiences you could look at within your, your search ones, for example. Um, so that's one really positive thing I've seen throughout. And then the same with the search terms. Sorry, David. Not carry on. Not carry on. 
but the search terms are like grouped into categories so you can see again like rising trends what's what has increased what's decreased like the opportunity to grow and in what category um and then it also shows the revenue increase and decrease for you like the search term categories and then it, when you click into it you can also it sees the shows the search terms broken down as well so that's i think is a really good thing about performance max where you get a lot more insight i've found um and a lot more transparency into the data and the audience that you are actually targeting yeah i think i think to come to come in that i was going to come in and say three three things that you've just said that i think are really important there i think i think one of our big concerns around this was the black box nature of, of a lot of what google was rolling out over the last sort of two three years um, especially from an automation perspective and our ability to, to understand sort of what is working and what isn't was somewhat limited. I think this is definitely a step in the right direction. Is it as far as probably I would want us to go or as much as I would want us to see? No, um, but I do think it's a step in the right direction. I think second thing is is um, audience piece is absolutely massive. You know, we know that, for example, other channels that we're focusing on, so whether that be, you know, things like, you know, if you're focusing on SEO, if you're thinking about email, if you're thinking about, um, you know, social media, it's primarily primarily built on audience and audience insight, the search terms that people are putting in and what people want to see. So being able to take the learning that we're seeing from Performance Max, the data that we're seeing, best performing audiences, where we're seeing the best conversions, whatever those conversions are, is really powerful in terms of taking that learning and applying it across other channels. I think that's something you've got to be thinking about. And third, on a personal level, thanks for reminding me about Mother's Day. Like <laughs> honestly, that 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 can't be all, that can't be all. so yeah, thank you very much for that one, kid. I guess, I guess from my perspective, then what have we seen then in terms of sort of early learnings and observations since the launch of campaigns? You know, we've we've run this across multiple clients, multiple industries now, sort of, you know, across the spectrum of our, some of our smaller clients, right through some of our really large um, clients. So what, what are the early early indicators? I know that Tom, like, touched on before about the assets and, like, you do need the assets to run these campaigns and it sort of is what, like, powers them. Um, but within, like, you can see the asset groups and you can break it down to view the details. So you get, a, like, a breakdown of each asset and then how it's performing. So if it's good or if it's poor, which is really great, I think, which I wasn't sure if that was, if it was going to be as broken down when I first started, but you can see if there's a headline, for example, that's not performing well, or there's an image that's not doing well, it has that breakdown. So you can remove that image or you can change the headline or there's, there's a lot of like insight into that. And then there's also a little tab with combinations. So it shows at the top combinations. So I've been looking at that for like my clients to see, what is like the combinations that are shown the most and like does for example that image match with that headline match with that description because obviously you put all of that the assets in and google will create the ad for you but having that i think like it, it's you get more insight into that um which is really great i think um and then i think one of the worries as well was sort of performance max cannibalizing the other campaigns for example brand or um specific search campaigns um but what what we've learned like when we've been testing this and running these is it's just really important to build out the exact match i know tom you've got a lot more like information on this but building out the exact match make sure that it doesn't cannibalize like the brand for example um and as well like having keyword types with a higher ad rank it'll um push for example the search one 
before push is the performance max one. So it's just more important, even more important now to build out those like exact match campaigns if you want to keep, for example, brand within a brand campaign and that not be pulled through into the performance max. That's one thing I've I've found. Okay. I think for me, like just, just to come in on that, I think it's like you hear, don't you, automation, you hear performance max and it sounds like, or it's like the panacea where it's like what we're going to do is we're just going to put money, tell the tell the machine what to do and it's going to work. I think for us, like we've always said, like automation really is just like this, including everything else that really Google's ran out. It's just about the heavy lifting and doing some of the, the for want of a better expression, the more sort of basic, the more sort of simplified approaches that you can take. I think what it's definitely done is allow us to think more widely about you know you're talking about exact match versus performance max and how we have to separate them out as, as campaign types etc i think what we're having to do is we're having to think about these nuances as well much more on a granular level um because you absolutely is seeing sort of better performance and we do see generally you know really strong performance through these channels but it can't be overlooked that you do need a really clearly defined strategy it's not you know we would never advocate just switching everything on the performance max and, and, and so on setting it away it simply won't work it won't perform uh, the way that you think it's going to perform so i guess tom to come to you then what should we, we be aware of then as an agency adopting google performance max and for anyone on the masterclass yeah so i, I think um the points that like kate and you've made there are really important and kind of leads me on to the, the next area and we're talking about the focus of of using that insight because one of the, the things that was always kind of um, thrown at smart shopping, for example, has not been one of the great things was the fact it was very much like Google's black box and you you had very limited data to kind of um, do anything with really was one of the, the limitations of it. With Performance Max though, as, as Kate rightly said, we are starting to get um, greater access to, to insights and data around about what the audiences are looking like but specifically what creatives are looking like. So um, what we've been saying sort of um, across the agency and to our clients is the importance and the need to invest in good creative is really important because to run Performance Max, there isn't really the functionality or capability to just say, I don't want to run um, display, for example. So what that means is if you're going to run um, Performance Max campaigns, your creatives are going to be shown um, across the Google Display Network. So it's really important that, investing in creatives is um is a really key thing that is, is achieved the other element to that um and, and this is where kind of one of the negatives that that has been seen um across the industry is that the role of youtube and, and video camp um video um ads as part of performance max so what we would encourage is as part of performance max if where possible we are using our own video our own youtube um sort of assets to power the campaigns. If we don't do that, Google will create those um, videos for us. Now, what Kate and I have seen and, and kind of one of the, the learnings we, you know, we've certainly taken from some um, accounts that don't have that, that video creative is that the sort of auto-generated, auto-populated um, creatives or, or kind of ads on YouTube um, aren't of the highest possible quality. Now, I think Google themselves would, would also admit that, um, and it's something I'm sure that they'll be developing further. But the key takeaway and point here is that the need for um, investment in terms of making sure you've got really good creative is really important from a display element in terms of the creative asset, but also an increased focus on YouTube and video content because to run, as I say, performance map it will mean that you either provide a video to Google or Google will create a video for you. And as I say, one of the limitations to that is 
if you're not you know overly pleased with the video there isn't really an option to just turn that off so that's something that um you know us as an agency we're sort of certainly recommending to our clients and kind of you know making sure we're doing in-house um as well you know where possible because that that's quite a, you know a, a big thing that we have seen um the other side of it um in terms of you know what we would take forward as a, as a learning and, and recommend is make sure that you understand the performance data so with performance max we've got six um ad inventories that all will perform you know very differently to one another in terms of search being you know higher intent towards youtube versus youtube or display which is maybe more focused towards you know generating impressions and, and awareness etc essentially the measurability of the different um ad inventories that are now available is really important so what i mean by that is i would strongly encourage the use of custom reports um, when reviewing um, performance max campaigns. So what I mean by this is get a good understanding specifically of what portion of your traffic came from search, came from shopping, display, you know, so on and so forth. What this will allow you to do is make the relevant changes within the campaign setup to potentially um, move some of the um, sort of performance data, you know, clicks and, and, and revenue, et cetera, across different ad inventories where suitable. So what that could be is, for example, changing the goal objectives for the campaign. It could be, for example, excluding um, certain URLs within the campaigns. There's various different um, optimizations that can be made to tailor the campaign performance. But one, ultimately what that's underpinned by is making sure we've got that measurability. So going back to the point I made about data-driven attribution, but to get really granular with it, what I would strongly encourage is the use of custom reports to break down your performance data. So you can see, for example, that what, for example, what we've seen is that 90% of performance max um, traffic for retailers is coming from the, the shopping um, sort of area, the shopping product listings, and the rest is kind of spread across the other inventories. That's really important to understand fundamentally so you can um, you know, appreciate and understand the performance data that you're, you're capturing and you're seeing and also provides context ultimately to um, you know, what is what has been achieved. And then the final point, and, and Kate rightly touched on it, um, was looking at the impact of performance max on your other campaigns that you have. So what you what we will find now is that Google is prioritizing ad rank in terms of what ad is going to going to be shown. So what, what I mean by this is Performance Max has the ability to um, compete with other campaigns that you have available um, within your account. So for example, if you're running a display campaign, a YouTube campaign or a search campaign, for example, and you're also running a Performance Max campaign, if there is a, um, a search query or a customer that you know, is, is eligible to kind of be shown an ad and the Performance Max campaign has a higher ad rank than that display or that um, YouTube campaign, then the performance max um, listing or, or kind of ad will be shown. So why that's really important is, again, to understand the performance you achieve within the account. So if you are running a, a sort of separate display campaign or a YouTube campaign, and you see performance change, that again could be a factor um, towards that. And I think one of the larger and more important points is around the role of match types. So what we would encourage um, not to happen for example, it's for performance max to pick up all of your branded traffic because it will make being able to measure the performance max campaign increasingly more difficult due to the nature of branded traffic. So what this means is that the importance of exact match terms is paramount because 
when we're talking about the potential competing with other campaigns, performance match won't compete um, with exact match terms that we have built out within search campaigns. So that's really important specifically for brand. It could also be, you know, really important for other types of uh, keywords you have within your account um, to, to make sure that you've got that kind of full control and coverage um, of the high efficiency keywords that you want to target. Because if, for example, you have your um, branded terms or keywords as phrase or broad, it essentially leaves it open for performance max if the ad rank is higher to capture that at search traffic. Now, we would much more rather recommend we would certainly recommend that exact match is built out extensively within the account just so that you have that increased control over things like the investment that's going behind brand and also making sure that the ads that you're um you know pushing out there you know you have full control of it because performance max is going to function very similar to dynamic search you won't have control necessarily over specific um sort of you know the copy that's used fundamentally within the cam the campaign so that's something that we would you know strongly recommend is understanding the how performance max is going to you know interact and work within the ecosystem of the the google ads account that you are operating yeah i think i think um before i just there's a few questions come in that I, I want us to actually pick up at this point before we go into the final final section but i think on that tom i think one of the really interesting areas is we've, we've talked about sort of products and we've talked about um, how this is also lead gen focused and i think it's a really interesting idea isn't it between how you measure that performance based on like not all products being equal or not all services being equal as well because you know, in performance max, the ability to sort of disaggregate that data was quite quite challenging. Mm -hmm. So I think from from our perspective, like you've got to really have a consideration of, of understanding your, your product offering, the average order value that you see in the products that you want to push, because what you definitely will see in performance max is if you if you do it in quite unsophisticated ways, it will just optimize towards like sort of if you like the lowest hanging fruit because they're the easiest optimizations to win. Yeah, I think like a really important point with that when it comes to lead gen is um, the application of audience signals that we see. So this this again applies for retail, but but as well for lead generation is to be able to leverage something that's unique to performance map because these audience signals. So how can we use our so one of the really big important points for um, for performance max, but really as a broader marketing point, is the importance of first party data. So using that first party data to inform the um, the decision-making process within the campaigns is really, really important because, um, yeah, using that data almost like supercharges the, the campaigns that you have. In addition to that, what we've seen um, specifically for lead gen clients work within Performance Max, but also across other campaigns, but specifically Performance Max, is the use of value-based bidding. So how can we set different values for different conversion objectives um, within the funnel? So, you know, Think of the top of the funnel are softer conversions all the way down to the hard conversions, which is an account opening, for example. That value-based bidding piece um, is really important specifically for lead generation um, sort of customers. And again, you power that with Performance Max, which is a full funnel product. There's a lot of opportunity there that can be taken forward. Yeah, I think I think I'm gonna just gonna fire in some, some of these quick fire questions. It's great to see, by the way, that people are interacting with this and, and really interesting to see that like a lot of the questions being asked are the questions that we had probably sort of six months ago when we were first sort of uh, engaging with this and thinking about that. Um so the first one I want to come into is um interesting on performance max, uh, 
cannibalizing search activity. How does this impact Google's guidance on aggregated search and broad match in the single campaigns? Um, so, Dave, you broke up slightly. There. Can you repeat that question? Yeah, sorry. Um, interesting on performance max, cannibalizing search activity. How does this impact Google's guidance on aggregating search and broad match into single campaigns? Yes, yeah, so the, the the feedback from Google has has remained the same. Ultimately, that when we look into structured search campaigns, Google still wants us to proceed with, um, it, for example, in a single ad group to have exact phrase and broad match terms. Um, I guess the, the key takeaway that we've seen from this is the, the importance of ad rank and ultimately allowing Google to pick the best ad um, for that specific auction. Um, so in terms of account structure, in terms of how they are um, sort of seeing that best practice, not a great deal has changed in terms of, of that side of things. I think the way that we've looked at it is that the importance of exact match specifically um, is much more important. So if you are if your current Google Ads account, for example, is you know all broad match and all phrase match, it's not to say that the performance necessarily will be poor. What we are saying though is that the control you have over um, you know being able to manage the, the performance and control specifically for those campaigns is very much out of your control because performance max in that scenario will be able to take control. So how we can you know regain some of that um, measurement and then control piece will very much be underpinned by the role of exact match and making sure that is kind of um, built out extensively. Yeah, I guess the other question which came in is, is if performance max competes with existing campaigns, can this drive the cost up of our existing campaigns? No. So based on kind of Google's um, how CPC is, is priced up, it won't do that because we are so Google's still seen as one advertiser. So when I'm talking about ad rank, um, essentially Google will take the best rated quality ad to be put forward into the auction. It won't be a case of entering the auction will be advertiser one, advertiser two, and then and essentially you will not be competing with yourself from a pricing point of view. You will always pay the lowest cost um, amongst the campaigns that you have. Yeah, I think question, another question that we've got, I think sort of one for Kate to, to kick around really is is a question here as well. What does good creative look like, and what's the typical best performing asset? I think just to co- just to come in before you come in there, Kate. I really think it, the answer, frankly, is it depends. It depends what you're trying to do, um, and I still think that from my perspective, what does good creative look like? The, the principles of what does good creative look like? It really does vary dependent on on um, which sort of which which inventory type is being picked up. It massively depends on, on what I say, what you're trying to achieve as an organization. But I think for me, it's about one of the benefits is it does give you that audience insight. So you are able to sort of build creative, build content around a particular audience persona that you can then roll out uh, more widely across the full, the full piece. I think as well as say, take on board learnings from other activity. Don't treat this in isolation. If you're already running Facebook, if you're already running, you know, um, display, if you're already running on YouTube, you've probably got indications around so what your audience sees as good creative. Kate? Yeah, just one thing I wanted to add to that really is like the importance of the asset groups. So I know that you said that it really does depend on what you're trying, like what you're trying to target, but um the asset groups within performance max, like I see sort of as like ad groups. So you can have different asset groups split out with different, like different ads, different assets, like target different 
products, themes, like audiences. So like, I feel like the importance of that with the creative side is like, it is important because you can split out um, the same you split out like an ad group. You can split out the creatives to make sure that your assets are targeted and focused to what you actually are pushing instead of having a load of assets in one group and, and not being extremely relevant to what the like customer wants. Whereas if you've got them split out the way you'd split out an ad group, your creatives and your headlines and descriptions will be a lot more targeted and will be, um, yeah, but I'd say better for the audience. And then I guess follow-up question. This is the big question that, that no doubt loads of people listening have tuned in today and wanted to know. Do we see greater return investment from performance max campaigns in comparison to traditional PPC campaigns? I, I'm going to use classic uh, political answer here and say it depends but I think from my perspective like you know we know that Google are pushing this 15% um, sort of number um, but I think from our perspective what, what do you think we've seen? So from from my view I, I think to give I, I guess a definitive answer on that what we've seen for the campaigns or the accounts that we've operated in is the performance max hasn't performed any worse, for example, than, than smart shopping. So we haven't seen an underperformance of the campaign type. We have seen in a variety of circumstances where performance max has outperformed the um, previous activity that we that we were running. Now, saying all this, obviously we are dealing with a, a short time frame in terms of what we're looking at here. But from the probably tens and tens of accounts and, and campaigns that we've run, my general feedback would be we've seen it perform as well as, um, for example, smart shopping, which is, I guess it's more um, very comparable in terms of the product functionality. But there are some accounts and instances where perhaps creative has been focused on that bit more and it's allowed us to um, outperform the previous um, campaign performance that we have seen. So a slight, as I say, mixed bag, but generally speaking, um, as good, if not better than kind of what we've seen um, over the last uh, few months. Yeah, and then that leads me sort of nicely on, uh, there's a few outstanding questions that I will get to as part of this, but I think for me, the, the, the next big thing that people would probably want to know about is how should you begin to test the application and suitability of using performance max? It's something, as I say, we've been working on extensively with our clients, but, you know, what are the general principles that we, we utilise here, Tom? Yeah, so it's a really important point. Um so, for example, you know, sticking with with retail, um, because smart shopping is is kind of a big focal point here. There's a lot of um, advertisers that are keen to use Performance Max, um, sort of before it is auto upgraded for obvious reasons, which I would recommend at least sort of testing the application of that. In doing so, how I would recommend that is kind of undertaken as a strategy is to launch Performance Max alongside your existing campaigns that you have. So, what we're not saying is that you should turn off your, for example, smart shopping campaigns or your local campaigns or, or something like that, um, and then run Performance Max. Because the reason I say that is because Performance Max will take priority over, for example, smart shopping. So what you'll see is that as Performance Max starts to scale and, and gets out of its learning period, you'll see, for example, a natural um, sort of reduction in terms of the investment and um, use of, for example, smart shopping. So that's quite a nice um, seamless transition uh, away from one campaign onto the other. The reason I say that is that some of the clients that you know we've been speaking with are you know spending you know six figures um, a, a month in some scenarios. So being able to manage that migration of of spend and performance is, is quite a, a, a big point. So 
the solution wouldn't be to turn one campaign off completely and turn another one off because, you know, for obvious performance reasons, that is quite a high risk approach. So what we would suggest is keep the existing campaigns um, running, but launch Performance Max alongside it. The other kind of um, recommendation I would have in terms of testing the application of, of Performance Max is make sure that we are setting the um, performance goals um, and, and make sure they're the correct performance goals. What we see often is sometimes when looking back and reviewing, for example, campaigns and specifically performance max campaigns, and we'll say that you know it, it missed its target or it didn't drive the required volumes of traffic or awareness that it was what is like we would have wanted. And what often we see that um, why that is is because we haven't been clear in defining the goals and objectives for the campaign. A simple example of that is running a performance max campaign without a um, return on ad spend or a CPA target when you have quite a clear CPA or ROAS target, isn't the best way to be running those campaigns because inevitably they will underperform your your expectations. So I think one of the big things is being able to set the goals um, that you want to achieve from the start and, and make sure you, you understand that, um, you know, ultimately what you're looking at in terms of measuring that success. And then as a, as a final point um, to this, this is obviously a new product from Google. And even the conversations that, that we've had with our Google team is that this is a product that is going to continue to get better and better. So what I mean by that is at the moment, there are certainly some areas that are not fully developed and there'll be new features and, and updates coming in the, in the coming year. Um, but, but really, we should continue to prioritize and remember that these types of campaigns, all campaigns have to go through a, a learning period. So what we are not saying, and we would never say is that, you know, this campaign, you set it live today and tomorrow you'll, you'll have um, sort of a, a campaign performance hitting every objective. What we are seeing is it's about a four to six week time period in terms of that learning period being completed. And after that four to six week period, that is when it is a suitable um, kind of, Time has passed to be able to look back and say that this worked or this didn't work, and you know this is the performance result that we that we're seeing. So, I do think that continuing with the the underlying principles of you know managing uh, Google Ads with with, for example, machine learning and smart bidding, we have to continue to use the um, or factoring the learning period element to it in order to make sure we get the maximum performance. Because you know, a learning that we've we've certainly seen is that the first say, um, four to five days of a performance max campaign, the performance can be slightly inconsistent, but then it gradually scales um, up and, and the performance, you know, gets to where it needs to be. As I say, as long as we, you know, allow that learning period to uh, to be completed, because if we cut the campaign short of that, then the, the performance that we'll achieve and the learnings that we'll get will, will be greatly limited. Yeah, I think it's, it's about running a fair test, isn't it, Tom? You know, we, we exactly. say this all the time is, is don't be too reactive. I think from, from our perspective, just because you can, you know, make changes in, in paid search very quickly, very dynamically, doesn't mean that you should. I think sometimes it's about holding your nerve and really sort of committing to it and giving it a fair, a fair crack. I think Tom's view of four to six weeks is, is, is exactly right. Um, we don't want to go too early. And I know that sort of every pound's a prisoner and, and, and all of that side of things, but you really do have to, you know, commit to it to give it a chance to perform. I guess, you know, final two questions that came in from the audience that I do want to pick up is, from our experiments then, do you think performance max maxes ease of use balances the lack of information we can get compared to other campaign types? So PPC information is quite useful for our business, SEO, AB, AB experiments, conversion rates, et cetera. Yeah, so I think um, I think one of the 
the, the negative that was always thrown at Smart Shopping was that lack of um, information and data that you did get. But what we are seeing at the moment, for example, and Kate mentioned it, the insights around about search terms, audiences, um, and even the creators that we got, you know, it does fill that void in terms of some of the, the lacking insights that we got. And, you know, from conversations we've had with Google in terms of bases that MediaWorks are going to get access to, um, there is a lot more insights and data that is going to be plugged into Performance Max. So I think, you know, very much the, the, the insights and data piece for Performance Max is only going to get more detailed and, and bigger um, yeah, as, as we go forward. I agree, Tom. I think I've actually been quite heartened by the, the amount of data yeah. in, in comparison to what we've seen previously. And I think that's definitely one of the points. As I said right at the beginning of this, is it exactly where we'd like it to be? No, but is it movement in the right direction? Absolutely. When you compare it to some of the other um, rollouts and campaign types that we've seen previously. And I guess that leads me on to a nice, nice final question really is, how does Performance Max work alongside standard shopping campaigns? So rather than smart shopping, does the same apply that it works alongside them, i.e. you can run them simultaneously? Yeah, so in a, in a simple answer, no. Um, so the, the relationship between standard and performance max is the same as the relationship between standard and smart. We can't run them simultaneously. Um, just to clarify, when I say simultaneously, you can't have a product that is in a standard shopping campaign and in a performance max campaign. Priority will always be given to the performance max campaign, which is the same principles. Um, that, that kind of smart shopping has at the moment, which is kind of why, as a recommendation, if you are using um, standard shopping at the moment, we're not saying turn that campaign off to then use Performance Max. What you'll see is a gradual transition over realistically a seven-day period where the standard or smart shopping campaign will gradually be phased out as the Performance Max campaign um, gains data and, uh, and growth. Yeah. Thanks very much for that. I think for me, that's a nice place to, to wrap up. I mean, we, I've always, you know, we always finish with sort of five key takeaways. And I think that's exactly where I'd like to finish this one today. So I think for me, number one would be, this is just further evolution of cross inventory marketing from Google. So if you're running pay marketing activity, you've got to understand this campaign type. You, you know, the fact that you're on this masterclass is a great first step. But what I would say is there is a lot of information out there on this. We're also going to be posting a blog on this from MediaWorks' um, insights team and, and, and insights area of our website in the coming week as well. So we'll share that with everybody who's, who's joined today, which tells you more um, information. Do use automation. Number two, do use automation to do the simple, more basic activities. You know, we, we've talked about this a lot around, like my view is if you can be replaced by a machine, then you've got a real problem in this area because you probably will be. Um, if it's literally just a case of switching on a you know campaign type and letting it run away with itself, then you're probably not seeing the best performance anyway in terms of your paid marketing activity. Because you know what you've heard today is it's way more strategic than that. It's about thinking about the wider strategy piece. You know when to adopt certain activities, when not to adopt. How do you um, sort of disaggregate those pieces? How do you make the, the, the different elements, campaign types, ad types, etc., work together? So I think that's where we spend a lot of our our time. Um, number three, creative assets have never been more important. Um, you know, that, that role of creative isn't going to go away. We know that we're moving into a world where people are seeing more and more, you know, creative visual uh, marketing. So for me, definitely try and invest in that area and, and look at sort of how you can use it in a smart way so you're not just developing one creative asset for one uh, particular format. When you're developing your creative assets, make sure that they, you can get more use out of them, whether that be across social, organically via paid, or whether that be display. So be thinking about different format types that you need. 
Um, understand, number four, sorry, understand how we make the most of the insight available through Performance Max. As we've said there, you know, we see this as a real, you know, mark of progress, to be honest, from Google in the sense that we are getting more data from them, more insights that you can use, not just in the channel, but across other channels that you're operating as well. So definitely sort of go with that. And then finally, I think we always seem to finish on this one. Um, whenever I run sort of performance marketing based um, masterclasses is test and learn, um, but do it in a smart way, you know, so give things an actual chance um, to perform. I think, you know, what we've said there about performance max is it isn't a case of switching everything else off and putting performance max on. That's in essence gambling. It's not testing. But what you really do is is sort of run them alongside each other and then evaluate and see the transition over a period of time, give things a fair crack. Um, and again, take that step back and be thinking strategically about what performance you are seeing and, and, and how that can impact all of your other marketing activity. Don't just think this as don't just think of this as a bottom of the funnel conversion piece. Think about this as a full funnel um, sort of marketing activity that can definitely enhance what you do across multiple touch points with a customer because that's the the signals and the, the insights that, that, that Google will be doing. As I say, we've got a blog post coming out about this, so I may have already gone out today, I believe. Uh, but let's just have a—you know—we'll we'll share that with everybody. Thanks for all of the questions, and again, thank you very much to our panel members, Kate, Tom, for your contribution today. It's been a really interesting session. Really enjoyed that. So thank you very much. See everybody next week. Thank you, everyone. Thanks, everyone. Thanks, everyone. Bye.